All of you who are ready to depart for GVBC, please raise your hand high. All right, excellent, excellent. Next question, are you sure? You are ready to depart for GVBC? Are you sure, all of you who raised your hands high, that you are ready to depart for your great victory because of Christ? I'm sure you'll have a chance, everybody, to maybe better clarify that at the end of this lesson. Now that I have clarified what I meant by the acronym GVBC. But the reason I started the lesson this way today is very specifically because I want all of our young people to remember, as well as our older people, but I want our young people in particular to remember each year that you get ready to go to camp, be it now as a student or be it later on as a chaperone and a teacher, I want you to be able to remember this acronym and this lesson and be able to explain to others the parallels, the parallels between being ready to go to GVBC, that is Green Valley Bible Camp in Arkansas, and the parallels between that and going to GVBC, which is your great victory because of Christ. Today we're going to look at three very distinct parallels that exist. The first requirement of GVBC this year, that is the Green Valley Bible Camp, is registration. It's number one. Now, that might not have been the first thing that you did chronologically, but that is of the first utmost of priorities because if you have not registered, then nothing else you've done is going to matter. You had to register. You had to register in advance online. Now, if you're somebody who said, well, I'm not going to worry about registration. I'm just going out and I'm going to, you know, get some new clothes and get batteries from a flashlight and I'm going to plan to go, but I, I, I really, I, you know, the registration, that's kind of, I'm not too worried about that. Listen, all those other things you did and all that other planning you did, isn't going to do you any good if you ain't registered. Making sure you are registered according to the rules, according to the guidelines of the authorities is of the utmost importance. You need to make sure that when you get to Green Valley Bible Camp today, that your name is on their record. If your name is not on their record, you won't get in, according to the rules, what I heard. Now, don't get, don't get me wrong. It's not that they don't want you there. They want you there. They desperately want you there. We'd love to have a full, a full retinue, wouldn't we, guys? Wouldn't we love to have right to absolute capacity? So it's not that people don't want you there. It's just that if you did not register according to the rules and guidelines of those in authority, if you did not get your name on their record, sadly, you will not get in. The same is true in the spiritual realm. Registration is the key to everything. Registration 
in the spiritual realm and getting ready to depart for your great victory because of Christ. Registration, according to the rules, getting your name on their record or written in the Lamb's Book of Life, as it were, long before your arrival there is of first and foremost importance. For example, Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 and verse 20, he told his disciples not to rejoice that the demons were subject to them in his name, but to rejoice because their names were written in heaven. They were on the heavenly record. They were registered, if you will. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 3, the Apostle Paul told of Clement and the rest of his fellow workers whose names were in the book of life. And turn with me to this text, if you would, please. Revelation chapter 20. Please open your Bibles there. I couldn't help but think of this verse as I thought about our arrival today at Green Valley and pre-registration and, and all of those things. Revelation chapter 20. I want to read about our arrival at what we typically refer to as the Great White Throne Judgment, our, our arrival there and, and what that's going to be like and who's going to be able to get in and, and who's not going to be. In Revelation chapter 20, John writes in verses 11 and following, Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. There was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. <laughs> Those of you that have gotten to camp before, and the, the people that are doing the check-in and the registration there, you know how long that line can sometimes be as, as you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, standing there. But it says, and I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. Here's the register. Here's that heavenly register. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things that were written in the books. Sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades delivered up death who were in them. And they were judged, each one, according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life cast in the lake of fire. Anybody whose name was not written in the register was not allowed in. It has been repeatedly stressed here, and I would assume in most congregations, that there will be no walk-ups this year. Again, if you didn't register in accordance with the rules of the camp, you can't get in. Now, somebody might say, well, you know, they'll make an exception for me. Uh, you know, my parents went here, and you know, I've been before, and uh, they'll let me in, you know, because I'm me or whatever. Could be in for a big surprise at Green Valley or in the spiritual world. We know, let me give you two examples. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 27, we know as we discussed this morning in Bible class that there are some who are going to think that they're getting in who aren't. They're going to say, well, haven't we done all these great things? And Jesus is going to say, depart from me. I never knew you because they didn't do God's will. They didn't register, as it were, to fit with our sermon. They didn't do God's will. They didn't act in accordance with the godly and heavenly authority guidelines. We also know later on in Matthew 22, 1 through 14, you can turn there later. That's why I put all of these up here. But we know there that this king throws this, this great feast and there's a whole bunch of people that turn down the request. And so he sends out his servants to gather up all these people to come to this feast. And there's a man there who's not dressed in his wedding clothes. 
He's not dressed in the proper attire. Now, he might have thought that he was going to get in based on I don't know what, but apparently he thought he was going to get in. He's there. But he was in for a tragic surprise. And so he was cast outside. Brethren, we need to make sure if we're ready for our great victory because of Christ, if we're ready for GVBC in the spiritual realm, we need to make sure that we are registered. And so the question becomes this one. How do I make sure my name is registered in heaven? How do I get my name into the heavenly register, the family register of God, the Lamb's Book of Life? How do I get my name into that register? Well, the answer's pretty easy. I get my name in that register when I'm adopted into God's family. When I'm adopted into the family, my name goes in the family register. We adopted a baby at birth, my son Chris. Well, his last name is Dingley. He has the family name because he's legally adopted. Well, it's the same here. We are written in the family register of God when we are adopted. Look with me in Galatians chapter 3 and we'll see when that adoption takes place. Galatians chapter 3. It talks about our adoption. It talks about when it happens. Galatians 3, 26 and 7, very familiar text. But this is how I get my name registered. This is, this is what happens. He says in verse 26, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. When you were baptized into Christ, you became a son or daughter of God. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. You're all one in Christ Jesus. You're part of the family. You're a Christian. And if you're Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. When we are baptized, we are adopted into God's family. We become sons and daughters of his. Look at me also at this passage in Ephesians 1. Just over a few pages in your Bible, depending on the size of your font. Ephesians chapter 1, notice with me verses 3 through 7. See the same thing. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in him, those of us who would be in Christ, who would be baptized into Christ, are chosen once we're there. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having, here it comes, predestined us to adoption. When you are baptized, you are adopted into the family of God. Your name is put on the family register. He predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, notice it wasn't because of our goodness, because all have sinned and fallen short. We're, we're adopted in family because God is good, not because we are. According to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. He made us accepted in Christ. We're adopted. Now, after making sure that we are legitimately registered in heaven, according to what the Word of God says, when we're adopted into the family. The second vital element to making sure that we're ready to depart for and enjoy GVBC, that is our great victory because of Christ, is the same element that is essential secondarily, once we've registered, 
to go into the other GVBC or Green Valley Bible Camp, and that is preparation. Preparation, preparation, preparation. Listen, the fact is that others have been making preparations for you to go to Green Valley Bible Camp for months and years, long before you ever got registered this year. There were others that were making preparations for your arrival. There have been years of fundraising for the new facilities that has been carried on long before you ever registered. There was a new fundraiser site earlier this year where you could buy Green Valley Bible Camp accessories with the proceeds going to the improvement of the camp. There was a work day earlier there this spring, long before you ever registered to go to camp, whereby a bunch of folks got together and, and were preparing for your arrival, preparing the camp, doing all kinds of different chores and work so the camp would be ready for when you got there today. The cabins have all been freshly painted since you were there last a couple of years ago. The new canteen and pavilion are an amazing marvel to see and experience. You didn't have anything to do with that for the most part. These were all prep that was made, preparations that were made long before your registration. Another one on a local level, the buses have been washed, they have been vacuumed, they've been fueled, and one of them has new rubber all the way around it to ensure your safe arrival as well as additional paperwork having been circulated and signed off in return. So there's been all kinds of preparation made for your arrival today if you're going to Green Valley by others. And you know, as I thought about that, so many preparations by others for your arrival, could not help but think of what Jesus Christ said in John 14, 1 through 3. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Preparations were made long before you ever got registered for camp. Preparations were made and are being made now, long before you ever arrive at that heavenly aspect of your great victory because of Christ. But as we all know with camp, there's not just those preparations that others have made on our behalf, there are preparations that we must all personally, individually make before going to camp as well. For some people, it may have been the rearranging of their calendars, maybe some social or school or job-related or vacation schedules had to be changed a little bit maybe in order for you to have this week to go to GVBC. For most of you, at the very least, it probably meant getting rid of a few old clothes or supplies that no longer fit or appealed to you or worked. Maybe you needed something new to go with the dress code at GVBC. And so what you did was, we should probably went out and did a little shopping. Most of you that are going, you went out and did a little shopping either for new outfit, new battery, new fan, new flashlights, new something, water bottles, clothes, Similarly, 
there's that same exact thing that must go on in our preparation for our great victory because of Christ. You see, in our preparation for going to heaven, we have to get rid of the old. There's a lot of old stuff we got to get rid of. And we got to put on the new. And this is absolutely essential, this preparation before the day that we depart for GVBC, that is our great victory because of Christ. Once our heavenly registration is completed, once we've been baptized into Christ and our name added to the register and we've joined the family of God, we've been adopted into God's family or church, it's then that we must get rid of a lot of things that are old, that are inappropriate for our destination, and we must acquire and put on new things instead. In fact, Romans chapter 6, the entire chapter, goes into great detail discussing how when we rise up out of the waters of baptism, how when we're, we're born again of the water and the spirit and, and adopted into the family of God, we rise up to walk in newness of life. And there's a lot of things we've got to get rid of. It talks about how we are to leave our old lives of sin behind, walk in this newness of life, and he goes into several examples. Another passage that confirms this is 2 Corinthians 5 in verse 17, when it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, old things have passed away, new things have come. That's part of our preparation for that great victory because of Christ. This is an ongoing process, not like our baptism. I mean, once you're registered, you're registered, right? Once you're registered, you're registered, right? But I don't want to see a show of hands on this because I don't want to embarrass my daughter who's here today. How many of you, once you started preparing and you went to the store once, had to go a second or third or fourth or, you know, down, down the line or husband shaking his head, yes, okay, you understand what I'm saying? Preparation is an ongoing thing. It must continue forward. It must continually happen. We must continually get rid of the old. This is what the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, when he writes that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's an ongoing thing. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness continual process. We would also note, if we were taking notes, maybe to later on turn to Colossians 3, 1 through 15, explains in great detail what we are to put off, get rid of the old, and what we are to bring in or, or put on as the new. As a matter of fact, in those 15 verses, the phrase put off and put on occur a grand total of five times in 15 verses. Put this off, put this on, put this off, put this on. And the reason why is the same as it is for camp. The reason why we have to put off that old man, put off that sin, why we have to put on the new man, righteousness, holiness, get that new stuff on after we're registered. The reason is the same as it is for camp that we buy new things. Today, when you get to camp, you're gonna be checked. There's certain things that are going to be checked both before you leave here and when you get to camp. There's certain things that if you got them, you ain't getting in. You're going to be checked for lice. You're going to be checked for a high temperature. And you're going to be checked as to whether or not you have failed to submit the completed release form. There's going to be certain things that if you have them 
you're not getting into camp, like lice and a high fever. Well, similarly, there are certain elements which if you have them, when you get to heaven, you're not going to get in. Bible is very clear about this. In Revelation 21, verses 23 and 27, it says, the city had no need of the sun or the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. But there shall by no means enter into it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie. See, there are certain things that if we're still involved in those and free will doing those things, we're not going to get in if we have those things. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. And again, we see the need to be registered. And so, in order to truly be ready for your departure to GBBC, that is your great victory because of Christ. Just like your departure today to go to the other GVBC, Green Valley Bible Camp. Number one, you must first off complete your registration by being baptized for the forgiveness of your sins and adopted into the family of God. Number two, you must continue your preparation by continuing to put on the new, get rid of the old and sinful. And thirdly, while you are carrying out those two, while you are fully committed to carrying out and accomplishing both of those things, you can't help but have an overwhelming sense of anticipation. Anticipation. Some of us <laughs> have had an ever-increasing anticipation of this very day since last year when Green Valley was canceled due to COVID. We've been waiting for today for a year or more, right guys? Amen. Now, here's the thing. When we talk about the other GBBC, the spiritual great victory because of Christ, Brethren, if we have completed our registration, we've become Christians by being baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of our sins, and if we are continuing to work on our preparation daily, we're continuing to try to grow and put off the old, if, if we're doing those two things, then brethren, every day should be filled with anticipation of arrival in heaven. Every day should be filled with anticipation for that day when we get to heaven and we get there before God, we know our name is in the register, we know we've gotten rid of the old stuff, we know we've got the new stuff, and we're just waiting when they say, when God checks us out and he says, okay, you don't have any of these things, your, your, your sins have been covered by the blood of Christ, and God says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We should anticipate that every day, every day. Did I say every day? Every day. The Apostle Paul told our first century brethren in the Church of Christ at Rome, in Romans 8, verses 24 and 5, he says, for we were saved in this hope. That's the hope that we're saved in right there. The hope of, of, of getting to those gates, being registered, having everything we need, having gotten rid of the old and have God's sake Welcome. Yes, you passed the test. Come on in. He said to them, 
for we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what, watch this, but if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. We knew this day was coming, right, campers? We knew it was coming. We didn't see it till today, and we ain't there yet. But we knew it was coming. And so we anticipated it. We had this hope that it would happen. Same with our other hope. We eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 5.5, for we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait. Eagerly wait. We anticipate for the Savior. I I'm sorry. For the hope of righteousness by faith. In Philippians 3.20, he said, our citizenship is in heaven. It's where we belong. It's where we long to be. Our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul wasn't the only one. The writer of Hebrews, in Hebrews 9, verses, verse 28 said, Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those, I want to be one of those. I want to be in that number like we sing. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. I want to be in that number, don't you? For those who eagerly wait for him, well listen, if you ain't registered, you don't have any hope of going. And if you don't continually prepare, you may have some stuff on you or with you that ain't gonna make it in. But if you've gotten rid of those things and you continue to get rid of those things and you continue to grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord, and you, keep, you, keep, you keep going on and, and adding that new, then every day, you can be part of that number and you can understand that he's coming back you can be eager for that and that he's going to appear a second time apart from sin to take you home. Finally, the Apostle Peter says there in 1 Peter 1, 7 through 9 how Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible. You should be so full of joy and going to your great victory because of Christ that you can't hardly stand yourself. Joy inexpressible. Filled with it, Peter says. You rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls, knowing that you're going to get in. That's the kind of life God... Listen. In 1 John, this isn't my notes, but I've got to say this. 1 John 5, 11 through 13, these things are written that you may know that you have eternal life. God wants you to know that you have eternal life. Are you with me on this? Now, we have to walk in the light. I understand that, yes. I understand once saved, always saved is not true, Galatians 5, 4. I get that. I understand that. But can we know that if we are walking in the light, doing everything in our power to follow God, once we're registered and we're continuing to prepare, does God want us to know that we do have that end outcome, eternal life? Does he? That's where the power is. If we don't have that, we don't have any power. Those of you that came here today, do you know that if the bus don't break down, you go into Green Valley? You're registered, you're prepared, you're ready to go. You've done everything, you've complied with every rule, you've done everything that was asked of you, you're here today because you fully expect to go. We should be the same way when it comes to that great victory because of Christ. You know, the other GVBC? 
we've, we've registered and we've done everything in our power that God said and we've looked at the rules and we've followed the rules and we've, we've, we've loved God and we've done it His way, we can be sure receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Registration, preparation, and anticipation. Those are the three elements that mark those who are truly ready to depart for GVBC. Both the earthly physical one and the eternal heavenly one. Those who are ready to experience that great victory because of Christ. As you will surely recall, at the beginning of this lesson, I asked a question, and it was kind of a, you know, it was kind of a sidewinder question. You really didn't know exactly what I was talking about. That's why I started that way. When preachers ask questions at the beginning of a lesson, they're usually a loaded question, just saying. But at the beginning of this lesson, I, I asked the question, all of you who are ready to depart for GVBC, please raise your hands high. In a couple of moments from now, a couple of moments from now, now that you know what I'm really asking when I ask that question, I'm going to ask all of you that are truly ready to depart for that GVBC, your eternally great victory because of Christ, I'm going to ask all of those who are ready to depart for that to stand and sing a song. Not yet. Shortly. And then, while we sing that song, I'm going to ask all of you who have either not taken the time to take care of your registration by being baptized for the forgiveness of your sins to come forward and take care of that registration process right now. While those who are truly ready and have taken care of the registration and the preparation and they're ready to go and, and they have this anticipation, I'm going to ask you to come forward if you haven't registered that way or if you've stalled out in your preparation. Maybe at some time you did register. You were baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. But somewhere along the way you stopped repenting, you stopped seeking, you stopped studying. Maybe you just got carried away and you, you didn't just keep on that, that intense preparation that you know is essential. Or maybe you've lost your sense of anticipation. You registered, you've continued to prepare, but you've lost your joy. You've lost your anticipation. If any of those three things you need to do today, in a moment I'm going to ask you to come forward while those are standing and singing who have all of those three things taken care of, because here's the thing. You never know when the day is going to come when you're going to have to leave this earth for that meeting with Christ. And if today were the day, would you be ready? If your departure from this earth were today, if you're not registered, you need to be. If you're not prepared, you need to be. Please come to the front if you need to register, be more prepared, need more joy in your anticipation as those of the rest of us who are all of those things stand and sing this song to encourage you to do so right now. <laughs> 